0: Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. Good afternoon, Bruce. Good afternoon, uh, GP. GP, it's great to see you. you always talking in thank the you. middle of it, Bruce. You always talk during my uh, yeah. <laughs> what? What yeah. happens every time? Well, How are you doing today? It's the delay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Doing well. You know, healthy life. Fantastic. GP, you are, you are absolutely determined today, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you like my new office, so by the way. I, I mean, I
1: just I just decorated the place a little bit. Yeah, you like it? Just a little, your little, uh, what, that's at a thousand square foot office? Yeah, it's just tiny. Uh, just, I mean, review. it's just a,
0: something small off the side. I mean, I wasn't going to try and go, oh, go all okay. out or anything. It's awesome. just, just something small. I like the view
1: out the window. That's nice. Yeah, the view is great.
0: Yeah, that the view, that view the right there's is awesome. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's great. That's, uh, that's, that's a lake. I don't know what the name of it is, but that's a lake.
1: Yeah, I was going to put up my office, uh, the uh, Nine Plains of Hades. Yeah. Nine points <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Uh, let's Six get into some levels, whatever.
0: Yeah, let's get go into ahead. some stuff. I, no, I thought that was a leaning tower of um, Pisa behind you. Is that what that is? Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that- yes. No, I'm sorry. That's a the tower of the Babel. Green. That's what that is. The t- yes. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and get started for the fourth time. And let's see. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see where this goes. What would we like to discuss today? Do, do we have a place we'd like to start? Uh, do we want to talk you know so to be fair I'm so tired of all this stuff I'm tired of COVID I'm tired of the election stuff already I'm glad to talk something different from COVID and from these uh, nonsensical uh, whatever but now it's the Supreme Court thing and and now this is going crazy you just want to get the Supreme Court stuff out of the way congratulations sure. all we have to talk about is election stuff and COVID <laughs> <laughs> like that's it like, really that's it like just give me can we talk about something else is that is that possible? Do we have something well, else? I,
2: I guess you You. SCOTUS is technically election related, technically, and also that um, there was that shooting that the media hasn't been reporting on. All right, let's talk about let's start with one? the shooting.
0: Let, yeah, let's start with the shooting. OK, so what what specifically are you talking about with the shooting? So
2: what, what do we have on that? Are, are, we, are we referencing the Rochester one or the? Yes. Well, let's talk, about both of Let, let's talk about both of them.
0: Yeah, let's talk about both of them. Let's start with the Rochester one. I know that there were two two dead and four. Fourteen wounded, I think, is what I saw. Yes. Now, what? Yes. what first of all, why is it, let's? All right, let's let's pretext with this. What happened there? And then probably by what you explained by what happened there, then we'll understand why the media is not covering
2: it. Well, it was a shooting at a residence. I believe it was a party of some kind, but it was black-related, oh. like the shooter. So it doesn't yeah. fit the narrative. That's why. So it, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it was black on black crime, so it doesn't fit the narrative at all. Okay. What about the second one? The second one. Um, the reason we haven't really heard much about it, the Muggler-Joes um, shooting, three people were killed, three men. The shooter was a black man wearing a uh, Breonna Taylor shirt. So that also doesn't fit the narrative. And that's why we're not hearing it. does fit the narrative. It. Yeah, it does so fit this the narrative.
1: Guy that, okay, so this man that's wearing the Breonna Taylor shirt was obviously BLM. So yes. what did he do?
2: He shot three men at a um restaurant. Uh the three men were sitting at the restaurant. He just walks up to him and boom, 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 shoots him. There was no altercation. There was no interaction. Um the the guys that were shot were um one of them was the fiance of uh one of the employees there. Um the other two were regulars that the staff all liked mm-hmm. and the shooter was an unknown. Like nobody there knew who he was. It, he just showed up there and shot him. So I don't know if he was from out of town or if he was... Were uh, the victims people of color? All white. No, two of them white, one of them black. Oh, well, oh no, that people died, period. People being shot, period. But, but it, it doesn't fit the narrative, though, because it's a black dude that walked up to them point blank and shot. What city was this? Um, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville? Louisville. Yeah. Louisville? <laughs> Louisville,
0: does, yeah. Does anybody Louisville. have the cross? It's Louisville. Louisville? Louisville? Local, if you're from there believe me i've worked down there and that's what they say it's it's local. i'm like seriously no we have kentucky
1: listeners thank you all very much i thought it was louis Yeah, i don't know yeah, where right. you guys are from right right <laughs> louis va yes yeah, sure that is yeah. yes from the higher here. end area it's louisville from around here so <laughs> yeah around these parts yeah sure
0: no i'm louisville. from ohio or, yeah, I'm from Ohio, yeah, and no, we good. we love our neighbors to the uh, to the south there, just across the border. And I've got some friends down in there, so uh, we're not making fun of you at all. Okay, moving right along. I know we're desperate for uh, you know different off topics here, but uh, <laughs> that's just a. Uh,
1: okay, we we want jokey, not reality. That, that, is that is just part. a weird one. That is,
0: that is just a weird. That's one. disturbing. And that's that is yeah. that is very disturbing. So yeah. okay, that was from a few years ago. Speaking of disturbing, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden's out. He's gave, he's given a speech two hours ago at a town hall where they had, I think, six people there showed up. It's a big bustling crowd trying to get in, breaking the doors off to get into that place. And I'm serious. This guy can't even pack a high school gymnasium with a with a political rally. He can't do it. And would you believe it yesterday, GP? and Bruce, I sent this over to you on, uh, I sent it over to you on Telegram. Um, Bruce, I sent you the video yesterday of the uh, the Amish Trump parade. And GP, can you believe that the Amish have actually endorsed Trump?
1: Wow. So now we're expecting racist Amish. Crazy. I would assume so. If you vote for Trump, you're a racist. If you yeah. vote but, for Biden, you're a pedophile. Which they're now being called, you know, the Trumpsters and the Bidophiles. I I think that's how they're everyone's being listed. So
2: Yeah. Uncle Joe. I mean it, All right. You
0: know. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe has He's done it again. He's he's made a uh, he's made a little blunder and he's he's talked about the number of COVID deaths in the United States. And and it's it's pretty significant. We're we're approaching 200,000, I believe. Or have we hit it? Have we hit 200,000 yet? I think we're just shy of that, like five or 600 point or
2: deaths shy.
0: Okay. So they're doing everything they can possibly do to get that number up there. So by by the way, most of these are are comorbidity deaths. That's what a lot of this is boiling down to. But Joe Biden has come out. And of course, it's a big Trump bashing fest. Everything in the U.S. is Trump's fault when it comes to this. Every death is now his fault. I mean, that's the agenda they've been playing from the start. But what's Joe Biden said this morning? He said that 200 million people in the U.S. have died. I'm assuming he's talking about the U.S. here. We've all heard the clip, right? This is a 17-second clip. Let's listen to what he had to say. And
2: perhaps, most cruelly of all, if Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19, which are well beyond what they should be, it's estimated that 200 million people have died probably by the time I finish this talk. The complications of COVID-19, like lung scarring and heart damage, could become the next deniable pre-existing condition for over 6 million Americans who've already contracted
0: the disease. Okay. So clearly he's not talking about the world there because at the end, it kind of brings it all into context, even though you weren't listening to the entire, probably a 15, 20 minute speech. The end there brings it into context when he was talking about the 6 million people. Uh, developing pre-existing conditions uh, for further complications down the line.
2: Bruce, you look like you want to say something. Uh, they just started live streaming something. Uh, Biden's doing a speech currently. And okay. I was just listening to the first okay. bit. All right. And if, if you put what he literally just said like a minute ago it, with what, what we just listened to, um, I think it was a gaffe of him misreading the teleprompter. Um, the 200 million, I think it was 200,000 is what he meant to say, but obviously well, you yeah. got the number wrong because he just you came out and said, we just you, came up to 200,000.
1: If you're familiar with the teleprompters, it does not write that way. They write it in words. So either he's doing this from memory or he's reading a teleprompter. It's doing it from memory and his memory is two. It's a million. If he's reading a teleprompter, he didn't even bother reading the thousand. He just said 200 million because that's stuck in his mind. OK, so clearly. Oh, by the way, I did send a message out to the, uh, the Biden supporters uh, with this clip to get a response.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about your uh, your trolling experience on social media, GP.
1: Oh, well, no, no, I, I get because I, most of the people, you know, I, I are leftists and whatever, maybe a few rights and a few middles. Everyone's all over the map here. But the typical instant response is they attack Trump first. All of them are attacking Trump first. Then they're saying it's an obvious mistake that he made. Instead of just saying he made a mistake, he meant to say 200,000. Yeah, it, it happens. No, they attack Trump, say a few statements about Trump. Like one of them was actually pretty good. I got to check this one out because the rest of my already know. But it says Trump can't even pronounce origins without making it sound like the color of his face. Have you heard him say that's kind of funny? Huh? I think it's hilarious. But whatever it may be, everyone pronounces words differently, whatever. And he pronounces apparently it sounds like his his skin tone. And it's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah.
0: And it, are those the only responses you've gotten?
1: Uh, so
2: far, so are those the only ones you can repeat should be those, the,
1: well the most of them as long as i can repeat yeah well i'm so getting well. Blo- i'm getting blocked here and there so yeah no. but yeah but it's 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 a, it's a standard it's a standard thing attack and then say something attack and say something attack not get the facts not do the, anything else but attack first that's wrong Why we have buildings, we have billions of dollars of buildings being burnt down, businesses being lost because everyone's reacting first to with anger instead of sitting back with, you know, discussions and realizing, you know, what the situation is, getting back with facts.
2: To kind of hone in on what you said there, insurance companies have come out and said literally one to two billion dollars of damage just from the riots alone. That, that's the the estimate that they have. That's not even the actual number. And we've talked about it before. When a building's burned down, it turns into hazardous waste. So the amount that demolition companies charge, um, yeah, you might as well put a zero behind the normal rate because they charge a lot more for hazardous waste removal. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. So insurance doesn't cover that, unfortunately. For a lot of these businesses, a lot of the businesses are only allowed like $30,000 or something like that um, for uh, demolition, if uh, you know this happens, right, right, and the the demolition companies are coming in and charging two hundred, three hundred thousand. You know, obviously it's going to vary by where you're from, but yeah.
0: You talk there about uh, reactions and the way that people just jump right into this uh, this ad hominem style attack, and whether it's on Trump or or whatever. See, th- this is the. This is the classical part of the ad hominem strategy, which is what they've been taught. We're missing the step here where education has been taken over and where education is now being used as a tool of instead of us talking about how someone should be training themselves for life in a profession or a trade, we're teaching them about their feelings, how they should be feeling and what they should be focusing on for themselves and to view everyone else rather than uh, learning something. You know what I mean? So we're not teaching them to actually be doctors. We're not teaching them to be lawyers. We're not teaching them to be um, engineers. We're not teaching them to be scientists, whatever. We're teaching them about social justice. That's that's what's happening here. And so this is why you get the ad hominem attacks. That's where you can't defeat a person's argument rationally. So you then turn around and attack the person personally. So they can't have these discussions without it turning into like this screaming uh, hysteria. That's why they act the way they do, because they're emotionally driven. We've talked about that many times here before. Bruce, you've made several references to that. Is It's an emotionally driven response. Don't think about something, just react to it and be as crazy as you can, because your hysteria is going to provoke a response of some type of action. So that's what they—that's the, the road that they take. It's the same road that they go down with, with people like us. We can't have a conversation with it. They've tuned that out. That part of their brain has been switched off. They can't talk about these things. but the time you try and address a point that they scream at you hysterically about, as soon as you start to address that or respond to it in some way, they jump right to the next thing. They can't sit down and talk about things. There's no way to have a rational discussion about anything. And this is why you get the responses that you do. It's very concerning. It's a it's a mess. And to be honest with you, I don't know how we reverse it at this point. I don't know if you can. I, I think you could almost... And I hate to say this because this sounds really bad, but we've lost, I think, a couple of generations and I'm, I'm not quite sure how you reach them. I really don't know. I would love to know how you can reach these people. But uh, if there is a way, I'm, I'm open to it. But so far through my studies, my research, my uh, dealings. I've not found one. Believe me, I I would like to sit down and have rational, reasonable, logical discussions with people based on common sense. This is why we call ourselves the home of logic, reason, and common sense, because we like to talk about things. We like to talk about solutions. We pose problems. We pose situations and possible outcomes to those, and we bounce ideas off of each other on how we can actually come to a solution for these things. And if we can't come to an agreement. Well, we can still walk away friends. This is the arguments that are not being had. Everyone's been disconnected from any type of reasoning with each other. And they've just gone off the deep end of uh, of hysterics and or they've gone off the deep end of uh, into mass hysteria. And so it's very difficult to try and
2: um, uh, to try and bring those people back to reality. You know, you, you pose the you, you pose the question there, not knowing what to do. I've seen some of the you know, like the man on the street videos, some of the ones that seem to be most receptive, at least is when they propose an idea and say, how do you like Bernie Sanders tax plan? And then they quote Trump's tax plan. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we like it. That sounds good. And then uh, they go, now, what if I told you that was actually Donald Trump's tax plan? And they're like, wow, I did not. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to go look into that. (laughs) Like they at least like it was it was a gotcha moment. And you engage their like yeah, logic and everything, and it kind of got that, and and bypassed the hysteria, and and then when you got them, and they're like, oh wait, what? So that that's one of the the best ways I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I wish that. I wish that we could actually come up with a way to to try and get see it again. I, I stated this the other day. It's it's a it's not about just getting someone to your side. There, there is no sides. There, there are no sides with this. Now, if you want to call right and wrong a side, OK, fine. But it's a it's a fight just to get people to see reality in a lot of respects. And especially right now, like trying to get somebody to see reality on mail in voting. And that is one of the big problems we have in the US is, of course, the media. You try to have a conversation with somebody that does nothing but watch the mainstream media. I don't watch that stuff. I mean, we do dig through it from time to time because, I mean, we, we watch what they're doing. We watch the points they're covering because we try to debunk whatever it is kind of nonsense they're putting out to the average person because it's nothing but uh, jammed or excuse me, it's, it's nothing but chock full of like hysteria and nonsense and uh, and misinformation. So it's important that people that do watch this, that you have the other side of it, of people that are trying to decipher that information that's being put out or disinformation in this in this case and repackage it and put it out to you. But yet when you try to do that, you're called fake news for reporting on something that they're talking about, which is the real fake news. I mean, if you were to watch the mainstream media, I can't watch it for more than a couple of minutes. Same thing. I don't care if it's MSNBC. I don't care if it's Fox News. I don't care if it's CNN, whatever. They're all the same. They all have the same kind of format. I can't watch Fox News for, anymore, for longer than a couple of minutes. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I'm ready to throw the TV out the door. I can't do it. And the last time I, I saw Fox News, I saw somebody that was actually watching it. And I thought, how on earth can you watch this stuff? And it's the same thing with CNN. It's the same thing with CNN. You flip that on and it's just as bad, but it's just on the other side. What I wanted to talk about was since we were talking there about Biden for a few minutes, the Chinese state media, their chief in the Chinese state media has confirmed that they that the CCP, right, the CCP, they want Biden. In response to C- to a CNN tweet containing a video affirming reports of foreign countries influencing a 2020 election and that the Chinese want to make sure that President Trump is not reelected, uh, Shen Weihua. I- I- I'm probably botching that, and I- I'm sorry. I mean, I, I do try to pronounce people's names correctly, but that's a that's a tough one. He has said that Europe wants Biden, too. Uh, I wouldn't say that you're not speaking for the European people, sir. You're speaking for the European governments. In other words, Chen uncritically, uncritically accepts the assessment provided by CNN, only later pushing back on the fact that the network admits Europe's alleged performance in the form of... Yeah, whatever. Chen's words echo a barrage of op-eds appearing in Chinese state-run media praising Biden and, and endorsing the candidate. Who recently refused to call China a competitor while speaking to a CNN town hall, which, look, Joe's been very pro-China through his speeches that he's given. He's talked about how he's had more FaceTime with Xi than anybody else, up to 25 hours worth. I think he said he's had dinners with him. China's our friend. Uh, China's not an enemy. We should – which – Okay, fair enough. If you're talking about the Chinese people, if you're talking about the Chinese people, Joe, I agree with you. But if you're talking about the Chinese Communist Party, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. They've even declared that they are in a war with the West, not just the US, but with the West, the Chinese Communist Party I'm speaking of. But uh, he has said... Uh, their chief, says that we assess that China prefers that President Trump, whom Beijing sees as unpredictable, does not win re-election. China has been expanding its influence efforts ahead of November 2020 to shape the policy environment in the United States, pressure political figures it views as opposed to China's interest and deflect and counter criticism of China. Everything about COVID has been that, hasn't it? It's been about deflection, moving the point of interest from China over to the West in the US specifically. Everything's been turned back on to Trump. Have you noticed that? There is not one mention anywhere. Tell me the last time, with the exception of a few scientists and doctors that have come out that have been banned, which the woman that was on Tucker the other night that was talking about how this was made in a lab, Twitter got shut down. It's gone. It's like she wasn't even there. Tell me the last time you saw anywhere in Western media that this virus
2: came from China. Tell me the last time you heard anything about that. You won't find it. Uh, yeah, it's it's only when Trump said it and they're doing a quote. They don't actually say it themselves. And usually it's it's there's a prefix or a qualifier that says the the racist comments of Donald Trump or or something about his race, uh race baiting or or what have you, because he's pointing that out. By the way, the article you're talking about here, it's from the Global Times. It says here that um Mr. Biden's worldview runs parallel to Beijing's. And if he is truly determined to reconcile with Beijing, nothing should stop him from coming to the negotiating table. That wasn't the article
0: I was uh, that I was looking at, but apparently there's another one then I was. No. Looking the at...
2: OK, so the 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 article that the op ed of this Chinese official was originally posted from the Global Times.
0: I got you. And the Global um, Times, that's yeah. a that's a CCP publication, right? Yes. Yes.
2: And it's they're they're, they're saying, you know, uh, this is out of Australia news, by the way, <laughs> I wasn't able to find much in the American news uh, on this. Everything's pointing back to the Australia news, Sky News from Australia that pointed this out. So interesting that our news is is burying that story. And this, this was an op-ed uh, that this uh, official wrote. So moving
0: on from this, is there anything else you wanted to mention on that?
2: Nah. No. OK. That covers it.
0: But as I said... Everything's been a redirection. Nothing has been pointed back to the source of this. See, China has to take all the attention off of themselves. Because look, they, they've they double-crossed the dealings here in the West, so they have to move on. They have to continue on with their expansion. They have to continue on with the actions that they're taking. This is why you're seeing war games that are being put up. You're seeing pressure that's being put on Taiwan. They had some fighter jets buzz Taiwan the other day ahead of a U.S. envoy that was there. Didn't you tell me that there was just a video that was put out by China depicting uh, them attacking U.S. military installations? And now
2: they've come out and they've made a threat against Guam. Yeah. So basically this, um, the video is they've taken some video of their fighter jets escorting a H six bomber, which is their big, that's their big bomber. That's able to carry a nuke. They show it flying, you know, taking off. And then in the video, they, they take little bits from Hollywood and piece them together to create a narrative or image of them bombing Guam. And it's only a about a 15, uh, two minute and 15 second video. I mean, it's it's pretty short. we'll, but, uh, we'll um, have a look at that. Well,
0: yeah, we'll have a look at that later. But OK. Yeah. So it clearly it's a it's a it's a propaganda piece they put out. Yes. To be fair, as soon as you told me earlier that they've made a threat against Guam, I immediately thought of North Korea. That was a talking point from North Korea about two to three years ago. They said something along the lines of we're, we're just going to bomb uh, or we're just going to hit targets in, in Guam. I remember that talking point, which explains where that talking point came from. And so now you have uh, corrupt elements here in the West that are they're scrambling, shall we say? And when I say they're scrambling, they're scrambling because they know that uh, they're exposed here on all this. They've got all these bad these all these corrupt sell selling us out business deals to China. And now that they've been compromised in this, they don't know where to go. And more information is now coming out about where this thing actually came from. It's starting to come out. You can see that everything that's every all these people are now starting to come out and new studies and new reports are being put out by by scientists and medical professionals. The one that was on Carlson the other night, gone, gone. It's like she she didn't even exist. But she confirmed everything that's I mean, if she's if she's in detailing too, she confirmed everything we knew back in March. So she didn't actually say anything that wasn't already known. She was just bringing it out to mainstream because they've never talked about it in the mainstream media. It's all been speculation up to this point. They haven't had an actual credible person on that they've allowed to speak about it. Uh, anytime someone's tried to bring up that point, they've just cut their mic off. They've cut the feed and and banned their accounts, which they banned her account the next day. Twitter did. As this comes out and we discover where all this stuff came from. I mean, now think about this. We knew we knew that that money was coming from the U.S. anyway. We knew that that was coming. As a matter of fact, the CCP even leaked that to leak that I'm doing the air quotes leaked that to the Daily Mail about four months ago. Do you remember that? An article came out, said, oh, uh, they discovered that there was three point six million dollars that was given from the National Institute of Health and American academic institutions to the Wuhan lab to study the virus. Uh well, we, we knew that, that, like, that was done years ago. We, we already knew that. But you were a conspiracy theorist if you talked about it. The real thing here is, is if more of this comes out and it gets to a point where they're just not going to be able to hide it anymore, which you see they're scrambling to try and cover everything up now. This is my concern. If you have a, a biological attack, GP, I'll ask you this. I'll bring you in on this. If a, if mm-hmm. a country, I don't care which country, let, let's just take that part out of it. If a country performs a biological warfare attack on another country or a chain of countries. What is the response typically in that type of an attack to the nation that caused
1: it? Well, one, we haven't had that situation. So it's all hypothetical. Um, We've had chemical attacks and we've responded in kind by, um, let's see, invading them. But it's the uh, biological See, (laughs) to state that COVID-19 is a biological attack, a deliberate, malicious biological attack. That's where, that's, is it true? I mean, if it was a true biological attack, really, would you just do something that was so benign as an attack? Or would you do something that's far more virulent, you know, something that's going to cause a lot more deaths?
2: Benign. Well... Question. Okay,
1: I'm not going to say COVID-19 is benign, but I'm going to no. say, in the grand scheme of your I, funk, of attacking I, I an army, you, you want I to destroy soldiers. This I, I this, this virus is
2: benign to soldiers essentially because they're not in the age range of being affected. But my 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 question here is, uh, if you're if you're creating a virus that you want to release to a civilian populace and remain anonymous, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. All you're wanting to do is affect governmental change or just Mm -hmm. unrest. You don't even you don't even need the virus to, uh, as we've seen, you don't even need the virus to kill off a bunch of people. All you need is the virus uh, just to be bad enough that you cause the country to go into a frenzy and lockdown. And no, it's no, it's not even bad enough because I know a lot more flus that
1: are all over China right now that are far worse. I I agree. But and those are flus. and those yeah. could have been more readily available and more ready to use. This is so I mean, because if anybody did any research because they were doing media, right, because we all believe this China stuff. And then come to find out all this China news was actually movie productions and and a movie clip out. And and a lot of the stuff that the people that were there, because it's like a lot of the YouTubers that escaped from China, they're saying that's all fake. It's completely fake. And they're being hushed. And it's, it's really sad that their speech is being quieted down because they want because YouTube said that they'll be completely defunded and a couple of them don't care because they're just like we're done anyway and uh but they're reaching out telling everybody that it, this was a media farce from the beginning that we overreacted to make everyone overreact now that on the other hand would be that is different than necessarily a viral attack because that virus may have been already out and they just went, you know, don't let a, don't let a tragedy go to waste. Let's use this. Say people are just dropping on the streets because you know what? I'm not seeing it in anywhere that I'm volunteered. I don't see it anywhere that I'm out working or cleaning or doing whatever it is out there that I'm helping with the communities. I never, I don't see people dropping period. And I'll tell you you what Asians are the most mask oriented people anywhere. If you've ever been to China pre 2020, and you said and you saw somebody with a mask on, you could 99% identify them as being in an Asian country or an Asian person in a foreign country. Because Asians are really good mask wearers. So if they felt sick, they all wore masks. That is a standard operating procedure in Asia. So this this people dropping off and all this kind of stuff, that this mass hysteria is cruel? We have a wag the dog situation and nobody wants to confront it. Yes. So, okay. I know people that have had it. I, uh, yes, I have close people that have it that had to be told they had it. And okay. So what you're saying, what you're saying is, but now
0: I, I wasn't saying in the, beginning of this I wasn't saying that it was intentionally done I was just saying mm-hmm. okay even if let's just say for example it was accidental could have been nonetheless nonetheless the cover up mm-hmm. the cover up either way you slice it there was a cover up It's not up. a cover up
1: It's not, How's a cover it, up? not a cover up It's a wag the dog Okay cover up is something really bad and you 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 hide it from the public cover up Which they did you Cover it up so nobody sees it Which they did No no, what they did is they broadcasted it to the world and made it seem much worse than was really happening. That's not a cover up. That's a, and that's a cover off. Plus, let's add some stuff, throw in some party favors. Let's make it crazy, because if it was as virulent and deadly as they're talking about in China, because they had it for so long and people were dropping off like flies, the entire population of Wuhan and all the areas around there would be dead. Because remember how it was described. Every other person was dropping every every they were they were completely sealing in houses yes they were picking up people in vans by the way that is absolutely true absolutely that's confirmed by people that were there it's confirmed by a lot of people uh, yes they did have the running trucks the cemetery trucks these uh these uh, cremation trucks true whether they were really burning bodies Good question, but Even medical waste for all we yeah, know could be a medical waste. Could be in anything that could have been going on. Um, so, they could have been burning clothes and materials and all kinds of stuff. Okay, you know. all right, all right.
0: Well, this to to a, to a larger point on this. So it's Bruce, not, it's have- a
1: wag the dog scenario, not a cover. Okay. Up.
0: Okay all right. all right, all right Bruce did you have, did you have a counterpoint to that because that to what GP is talking about, there is another point to this because they're
2: talking about coming back now with more lockdowns. so we'll, we'll get to that. but go ahead, Bruce. So I'm going to propose an idea. Now let me let me preface this and say I don't I don't entirely agree with this idea and I don't entirely disagree with the idea, mainly because we have no facts backing. But let me propose an idea. Uh, in 2015 we basically helped Wu, uh, the Wuhan Lab start. Right. We we gave them the money as we as we talked about and, um, and the, we gave them we gave them the gain of function. Yeah, right. Right. That's what I was getting to. So with with knowing that information, right, that that we basically handed off this this technology to them, more or less, we signed off on it kind of seems a little fishy when um, the other stuff we've seen that was going on at the time, you know, 2015, that was Obama administration for those that aren't aware. um. We were also seeing things like uh, the um, Civil Society 2.0 was created under Obama administration, um, where we're seeing these other pieces come into play, and then we just created a little oopsie scenario that could pop at any moment, right? It was—I don't think it was intentional in the sense of they fully intended COVID-19 to be released into the populace. I think it was a—we're going to give it to the Chinese. Um, wiping our hands of it, saying, "Oh, you guys didn't follow procedure on on this um, this class of um, research lab." So, oh, there's going to be a problem in the future because you, I mean, it, th- the stage was set, and basically, we we gave China the go of it and said, "Have fun." And whoops, yeah, they released something. Whether it was intentional or not, it doesn't matter. I, I think it was I think it was a game. I think it was a the puzzle pieces were put into place and China just played into that hand, which is the whole thing we're talking about with 2030 and all that nonsense. The Great reset. The great reset. And I, I think that was this was meant to be a, a piece of that, uh, if you will. Um, I don't know that it was fully intended that it would happen under a Hillary Clinton or, or, you know, what have you presidency. I, but I do think that was part of their game is maybe it would, you know, I mean, it, it probably would happen under, under Hillary Clinton. So they would have been these lockdowns. They would have become more power grabs. Could you imagine a Hillary Clinton doing, uh, and, presidency right now during this time oh, with, with all this nonsense uh, going on?
0: Honestly, I, I think that, um, honestly, I I don't even want to think about where we, I I know where we would be, but due to terms of service, we can't talk about how
2: hellish that would be. Right, right. So basically my point is the virus itself was not... Uh, intentionally released however the stage was set for an oopsie event so that that's kind of my
0: well we had fauci if you remember we played that clip of fauci he even said in 2000 and uh what was it 2000, uh six, 2015 he said there will be a surprise outbreak coming so it it could, have, it could have come anytime. I think it was going to come either way, to be fair. And it could have been that, oopsie, can you... F- I can't remember what the hell he was giving the speech at. He was giving the speech at some university dinner or something, I think. But anyway, but yeah, he was talking about how there was going to be a surprise outbreak. Now, look, the way that Fauci's stuff operates, the way that the NIH operates, if there is something that they have funded, right, which clearly they funded that lab, right? We, we've talked about that. They funded the lab in Wuhan. They gave him the money. They gave him the damn gain of function for crying out loud. Even the scientific community here in America at the time back in 2015 was saying, What are we doing? Well, what are you doing? Why are we giving China this this amazing gain of function? Why are we doing that? It's it's it was essentially it was like an open source piece of software. You give it to them and they can add whatever they want to it. And they turned this thing into a monster. And so and using a coronavirus at its base, which is ingenious, really, if you think about it. But why do we have people like Gates running around putting patents on vaccines for coronaviruses? It's just too coincidental for me. They patent the virus. They patent the vaccine because they can patent the virus. And then what happens? They own it. When you own a virus, you own the agenda. You own the system of control that goes with it. This is why they can turn around and dictate the vaccine when it comes. And largely, I mean, again, it's a coronavirus. That's the basis of this virus itself. It's a coronavirus. You can't cure the common cold. It's not going to happen. I mean, if we could, that'd be great. If we could, that'd be great. We haven't come up with one. Hell, we don't even have a cure for a headache. Like all this time, we haven't even come up with a cure for a headache. All we have are things that, I mean, do you know what Tylenol does? It's acetaminophen. It blocks the pain receptors in your head. That's all it does. The pain's actually there. It hasn't gone away. We haven't even figured out how to cure a headache. We haven't cured the common house cold. These flu vaccines that we get offered every year, they don't work. Here comes GP to uh, to yell at me and tell me I'm wrong about everything. Go on, GP. I'm not going to
1: yell at you for anything. Go ahead. Keep going. But the fact and is, yes, is the that the vaccines work against. OK, sorry, I got I, got, I do got to step. <laughs> All right. Jump the in. Flu there, vaccines jump in. do work versus a specific flu that it's intended to work against. If it is going to go against granted, I'm not granted. saying, you know, because there's say there's 75 different flus running through the United States at any given time. And uh, they're guessing that next year, these Top four or five are the ones that are going to be the most dangerous that may or may not even be there, but they're going to give you a vaccine against them anyways, just in case they are there, in case you get it. So it is effective against those, but you can still get the other 70 variations of the flu that are floating around.
0: And I, I and agree.
1: It's a, of, it's a heck of a lot more than 70. It's it's a yeah, hundred. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're you're
0: right. But to to that point, to that point, since the nineteen sixties, they haven't guessed the correct strain.
1: Well, no, no, no. There's strains. Sometimes they've they've gotten all four or five, but the one that they didn't get was the number six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven to three hundred that happened to have been worse. So they picked the top four from the year before. before. Yeah, year year to five for the next. And And that's what they do for the next year, because it's likely that those will still be around. And then they just keep doing this, this trailing it. But it's the new ones or the new mutations that they're not effective against that happen. You still may not get it, but at least you're getting a response from the ones from last year. Because after two years, none of those are still going to be around anymore. It'll be a new variation by then. So they're they're giving you some ability to fight some of the nastier ones. But there's always okay. more nastier ones that are out there.
0: Yes. Okay. So now, now we're approaching cold and flu season, right? We're coming up on that time. And so- what are they going to come back with? What what have, what have I said for months? I've been saying it for months. You go back and check me for crying out loud. I've been saying it for months, off and on here. You both you both can confirm this. They're holding the second wave for the cold and flu season. And now, as we're approaching the cold and flu season, the cold snaps are starting to hit. Bruce, you're talking about how it's now hitting in the low fifties, right in the in the evenings. So the cold snaps coming. And what happens every year? Every year. Cold and flu season this time of year when that cold snap hits people start getting sick. Okay, just like this time of year hurricanes hit, you have wildfires. Oh no, this is all this is all not natural. They're going to use the same agenda with this. Oh no, it's not natural. It's not natural. Of course it is. It's as natural every every year. We're still dealing with the flu from hundred years ago. These are the nine hundred strains that GP was just sitting here talking about. But they're holding the second wave for now. And what's happening right now? What are they talking about today? The UK which we're going to get Marty back this week uh, here in a couple of days. I think he said we're going to see him on Wednesday, which we're going to talk this with him. And I think he's got a guest coming on with him uh, that we haven't had before. And he wants to talk some COVID stuff, which is fine. It'd be good to get someone else's take. But lockdowns again coming in the UK. 10,000 pound fine for anyone that's caught breaking a quarantine. Is that right, Bruce? Um... I want to say it was 13, 13. Or was it $13,000 and 10,000 pounds? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Okay. That sounds about right. Anyone that breaks quarantine for what? OK, what? Why? Now, now they're talking about uh, possibly restricting um, European countries again, too. This is not about locking down a country because of a virus. Yes, there is a real virus out there. Yes, it's very virulent. Yes, it's very it's easily communicable. Yes, of course. But again, there's another agenda in play there. Same thing with the economy. There's another agenda in play here. Everything's tilted towards resetting the economy. But in order for the economy to be reset, they have to crash it. They have to shut it down. They have to bulldoze it. Everything has to be shoved aside. All the small businesses have to go away. Under the Great Reset, all the small businesses have to go away. The major corporations and the big box insiders, they're allowed to operate. But you, the average person, you that has a small business, you that has a cafe, you that has a corner store, a small restaurant, you're not allowed to operate. little hardware store, a little electronic store, whatever it is, you're not allowed to operate. You're non-essential. Under this system, you have to be made to comply with this. And they're using this virus mass hysteria as a way to scare everybody into compliance. They're coming out today talking about how more restrictions are expected in Europe as coronavirus spreads rapidly and rattles the markets. See, they got to build that fear back up with that second wave that's not there, which is the regular cold and flu season. So now anybody, you notice how everybody turns their heads now when someone coughs? Or everyone's or or everyone turns their head when someone sneezes. It's hysterics. It's hysterics. Uh, It's like you're doing permanent damage to people's minds by promoting this this fear. It's really sad. European countries are likely to impose more restrictions on public life in the coming days. There is a way out of this. We've talked about it many times before, and I will say it again and I will say it again and again and again until I'm blue in the face, because if you want your life back. Then it has to happen. France reported ten thousand five hundred sixty-nine new cases on Sunday, while the UK reported almost four thousand new cases. Italy saw close to one thousand new infections, and Germany reported thirteen—or excuse me, uh, yeah, thirteen hundred and forty-five on Sunday and a further nine hundred and twenty-two cases today. So uh, they're saying, listen to this, Bruce. You ready for this one? Do, do you remember we had the Fed? Okay, let, let, just before I before I say this this quote, do you remember we had the Fed come out? a couple of months ago, and they called for a six week hard lockdown. Six weeks. They needed a hard lockdown. I mean, shut it all down. Everything. It, it, turn it into a ghost town. All of it. Why? Why on earth would a central bank come out and say that? They're not health experts, even if they were. I mean, they're not health experts in any in any shape or form. They're, they're financiers. They're private bankers. They're, they're crony capitalists, whatever you want to call them. But why would they call for a hard lockdown? It's because it's not about a virus. They need to shut the economy down because they need to put everything else out of business in order for their system to rise under the Great Reset on the other side of this. Same thing that 2030 plays into that we did a three-part special on. Please go back and listen to it. Everything is COVID worked into it. In order for that system to rise, everything in the current system has to be torn down and obliterated. All of it has to go. I I don't think people really can weigh the gravity of the situation yet. All of this has to go. Everything. This is why we talked yesterday, Bruce, about how uh, cutting your lawn is now racist. Yeah. Promotes colonization or something. And I'm waiting for GP to like slide his chair back over and say, wait a minute. But here is the interesting thing. This is an analysis that was put out by Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank. You hear me? Deutsche Bank, a, a, a bank that has 100 trillion in exposure on its books. Okay, that's one bank. That's one bank. That's an insolvent institution. It should have gone bust in 08, but it didn't. We bailed it out. With US taxpayer money, I might add. But here it is. They've come out and they've said, expect lots more restrictions over the days and weeks ahead, especially in Europe. See, Europe's not doing what they need to do. That economy's still moving. Now they see they gotta shut that down. That's gotta go. You're not allowed to do business in Europe. Are you kidding me? No, you're not allowed to do business in America, you're not allowed to do business in Canada we can't do business. They have to shut down our right to commerce. But see, they're coming back at it like this. The fact that the virus is already spreading quite rapidly is a big worry. Is it? Is it? As GP said, where are the people dropping over dead in the streets? If people were dropping over dead in the streets, you know something? I might believe you. I might believe you. I might be on board with you even. Coronavirus cases are rising so rapidly in Europe that the World Health Organization, now see, they've reared their ugly head again, warned last week that there was a very serious situation unfolding in the region, calling the resurgence in infections a wake-up call. Local restrictions have been imposed in various parts of Europe to quell outbreaks of infections, with parts of northern England in lockdown, for example, as well as areas of Spain's capital, Madrid. If it's, again, if it's so bad if it's so bad, it, where, where are the deaths? Where's the overrun hospitals? Seriously, where is it at? Where's the over, if there were if the hospitals were filling up full of dead people, you bet your bottom dollar there would be media cameras all over it showing the world. If people were running on medical institutions, you can believe that they would want to build that hysteria up as much as possible, but it's not happening. It's not happening. But again, they come back and they make it more hysterical. It doesn't feel like the fatalities are going to be as big an issue as they were in the first wave. See, now they're already telling you, oh, no, there's there's not really going to be any deaths, but it's going to be those infections. Uh, we're, we're going to have to keep those infections down. Thankfully, thankfully, but see, they try, to, they, they try to downplay it a little bit at the same time. Thankfully, the tally of fatalities caused by the viruses are... Lower so far, so far, and there is hope that a second wave of the virus will not see as large a spike in deaths as the first outbreak in spring. That that was put out again by by Deutsche Bank, you know, because they, I mean, they they just they care so much uh, about about how people uh, live their lives, and they, they're looking out for your best interest. Or is it to save your sorry asses from going down the river like you should have twelve years ago?
2: Well, here's the thing: you you mentioned the Fed and all this, right? Currently. This we we talked about this a little bit already. The Fed owns a third of the mortgages in the U.S. right now. A third. What what happens yeah, when you can't pay a mortgage?
0: They're saying that another round of lockdowns will bust the economic or the uh, the mortgage bubble.
2: Yeah, uh, but what happens when you can't pay your mortgage?
0: <laughs> You're out in the street. Oh, but don't worry, don't worry. You take a vaccine, they're going to give you a house. Yeah. So. um Look, the solution to this, there is a solution to this, a real solution. Okay, and I'm going to give it to you. There is a solution, a real solution. And then there's a solution that they want to give you. Okay, when I say they, I'm talking about the elites and the guys like Bill Gates and governments and all that stuff, because they're not going to mandate a vaccine. They're going to bully the living hell out of everybody through your employers and and whatever. It's going to be we're not going to mandate you take a vaccine, but it's going to be, well, you need a vaccine to fill in the blank, whatever that's what it'll be. You've already got organizations like the World Economic Forum coming out with Common Pass. Bruce, we talked about Common Pass on one of our digital dark ages. I think it was the first one, actually. And so that's what it'll be. You'll be track traced and controlled based on an app on your phone that will tell the authorities whether or not you've been properly vaccinated. And if you haven't, then you won't be able to get on a train. You won't be able to get on an airplane. You won't be able to get in a car. You won't be able to use services like Uber, anything like that. But more importantly, the key is we do not have to listen to these people. I'm trying to figure out why we're listening to these people that have been incorrect. Why, why are we listening to these governments? And I'm not advocating anarchy. I, I, still, I, I believe in law and order, and I believe in civility, and I believe in taking care of yourself, your family, your neighbors, and, and looking out for the best interests of your nation, whatever nation that might be. And, and I understand respecting people in authoritative positions. I get it. But what do you do when you have people in those authoritative positions in your nation that are compromised? They're compromised. They're carrying out an agenda. And it's not some conspiracy theory. We simply read what they say. Organizations that are behind the curtain, we read what they talk about. They task governments with carrying out their agendas and then they force it down our throats. We don't have to listen to these people. We can get back to a sense of normality. We can live our lives. And it's as simple as going about your daily life. If they have 20 million people, 30 million people, 100 million people say, you know what? I don't give a damn about your whatever it is you're uh, you're trying to promote there. We're going to open our businesses and we're going to go back to work because we don't want our families to starve. What are they going to do? They got to turn the military on you. They going to arrest you. Oh, I, I honestly, I, I would like to see that someone goes and opens their businesses. If I had a business downtown and they came to me, the government came to me and said, we're going to find you if you if you open your business. Find me. Find me. I'm going to go bankrupt anyway. Find me. Better yet, you want to arrest me. Fine. Bring some news. Ca- I, I will have news cameras down there. I will have people from the community out there that patron my business. Bring your dogs down there. Bring your goons down there and drag me out of there. It's a simple as ignoring the people that are imposing this way of life on us. It's that simple. I, I Honestly, I, I kind of wish it was more complicated than that because then it would be more difficult to figure out. You'd actually have to work on it a little bit. But it's, it's really not. You, you think some politician out there knows what's best for you and your family? Those people don't give uh, two drops of uh, monkey urine about you or your family. They don't care. You know, I, I see the amount of problems that this is causing. And it's not just uh, about, a, uh, about a COVID virus you know, you can throw that aside, but it's how it's being used. Look at all the other problems this is causing. I I know people that have kids, they can't even go to school. They can't go to school. They don't have time to homeschool them. What's that doing to them? The social connection of being around other kids. They don't have that anymore. What about the people that are in New York that can't come out of their, uh, their apartments that are stuck in there? There's nowhere to go. Businesses are boarded up and shut down. Not much else to do. Why would you stay there? This is why people are leaving. People naturally want to be free. That's the point I'm trying to make here. People want to naturally be free. And if they're not free where they are, then they will go somewhere where they can be. But see, they're trying to take everything down. Once they take everything down, it's as simple as what they want, which is there's nowhere to run to. This is why they have to take the U.S. down. The U.S. has to be taken down at all costs because they want to make it to where there is nowhere else to go. Where Are you going to go to Europe? I, I hate to tell you this, but you've got on paper, you've got more freedoms in the U.S. on paper. But I, in, in reality, I, I don't think you do in a lot of respects. But on paper, you do. But there's nowhere to go over here. You can't go down to Australia. Look what's happening to the poor Australian people. That's getting almost no news coverage up here. We have to dig if we want to find something. What's going on down there? It's, it's shameful. But it's as simple as getting back to my original point. It's as simple as living your life, doing what you think is safe for you and safe for your family. People are going to take those those precautions regardless We don't need to be told by some know-nothing politician or some bureaucrat up there uh, of how to live our lives. We can figure that out for ourselves. It's the fundamental right of every human being. I don't care if you're an American or not. You know, I say this because I'm an American and I believe in our way. I believe in our way of allowing everyone to make their own decision and be free. You have a right to be an individual and to choose the best course of action for you, not some government. And see that this is the biggest misconception. You know, I, I talk about uh, sometimes I-, I talk about how you know Europeans behave and, and things like that. And I-, I mean no disrespect to any of them, but this is why a lot of Europeans can't quite figure Americans out because we know how to be that rugged individual. Those of us that that understand it and, and identify with the traditions of it. This is why when someone looks at us they can't quite figure us out because they haven't been able to extrapolate how that person can be an individual because you're you're locked into into certain monocultures over here. And it's just it's a bit strange. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that they're bad people. I, I respect them for being able to hold on to their culture as they have. And the fact that you have a form of democratic rule, you know, that's that, that's fantastic. But to be an individual is something that you have to fight for. You can't just wake up one day and flip on a light switch and and expect that okay, I'm going to be an individual today. It's constantly working on yourself and bettering yourself, making those decisions. You have to make the decisions. Governments don't make decisions for you. They like to think that they do, but they don't at the end of the day. It's ultimately, it's you that's going to make that decision. I talked on a a previous podcast about someone making decisions. People don't like to make them. Well, you're going to have to. People are going to have to now. Going forward, you're going to have to make decisions. You have to look at the situation that you're in. You evaluate those alternatives. You extrapolate out possible courses of action make your choice everything's a learning experience make your choice could be the right choice could be the wrong choice the most
2: important thing is that you make the choice for yourself to sum up what you just said there the civil disobedience that's that's what uh, basically you're calling for is people to go out and open your business again I'm
0: calling, calling for people to enjoy going out yeah you know? I'm calling for people to live their lives people want a yeah. normal people want normal back well you can have normal all you have to do is go take it it's that simple. It's really that simple. Yes, they're going to crow. Yes, they're going to scream. Yes, they're going to build up that hysteria. Yes, they're going to turn the media on you. Yes, they're going to have mobs out there in the streets hand-packing and, and videoing you and everything else. But you know something? Those are spoiled, rotten children that can't think for themselves. They'll never be able to. Those are the lemmings that will lead the rest of us off of a cliff if we continue to do nothing. You can be an individual. We can get normalcy back. But, but it has to start with us becoming politically aware. We have to become politically aware of what's happening. It has to start there. has to start there. You have to understand what's happening. And then, then you can figure out the best course of action in order to reverse what's happening and take your life back. All right, gentlemen, due to the interest of time, we are going to have to uh, jump out of here. GP, you got any final thoughts? Clean up some trash, people, please. Got you, GP. Thank How about you stop much. littering? <laughs> <laughs> just pick up a piece of trash yeah all
1: right uh I'm for those of you have- i'm off again in a couple of days to go do that again I'll put another next I'd pick course, up trash so. with you if I was out there in LA with you. I'd pick up oh, trash. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd, I'd appreciate that.
0: Yeah. All right. For those of you who have not, and you'd like to, please do give us a follow on the social media platform of Parlor. We love getting all of your feedback, your likes, your comments. Uh, you can follow me over there at J Anderson3. You can follow Marty at Marty Foster. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us and you don't want to do it via social media, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com. Uh, and we would humbly ask you to pass this along <laughs> to friends and family. Uh, we're trying to grow our audience here as much as possible, and we need your help as a, lo- a loyal listener in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, along, we would appreciate that. And Bruce, I didn't mention it yesterday. You told me to mention it. Uh, We are now available on Amazon Audible, which is available across every Kindle device, every fire tv and echo and, and all that stuff we're on that platform now as well as many others uh google Podcasts, spotify apple podcasts stitcher deezer i mean y- you name it if, if it's the only thing we're not on uh, is soundcloud uh we had a little bit of an issue there but nonetheless yes if you're recommending us to somebody which we would greatly appreciate uh we're on just about every platform that's out there so thank you very much also if you're rating podcasts if you could drop over to apple Podcasts and give us a rating at your earliest convenience that would be very helpful as well or any other respective platform you listen to us on that has a rating system if you could give us a rating that would be much appreciated Five stars would be a plus. GP, Bruce, thank you guys for your time tonight. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening. Because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you, and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.